the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. Yeah, it is. Boy, I was hoping I could start off tonight's show with some good news. I um glad to have you guys here with me. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. Rolling into the end of the week. Child, I am so ready for this weekend and to just go and have some fun. Um, but you know what? I always have a great time sharing this hour with you guys here from 6 to 7 p.m. every night of the week. If you're watching on Facebook, keep those comments rolling there. And we, we're streaming on The Answer San Diego, as well as our private group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. Well, I'm also going to investigate getting on this new place called Rumble, uh, 888-344-1170. It, you know, usually I go, here's the question of the day. You know, if you feel like calling in just because you want to tell me what you're, you know, buying for your loved one or Christmas or whatever you want to, just feel free to give us a call here. 888-344-1170. My man, my partner in crime, will take your calls. I'm talking about none other than DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. Never get tired of hearing that, Mr. President. And again, we're playing that every day until this thing is sorted out. And number two, tonight, I am not DJ Potato Skins. I'm having my dinner during the show. And as of right now, I am DJ Chicken Curry. Okay. <laughs> I thought I smelled something funky coming from uh, around the corner from the booth. Not spuds, not yeah. tonight. And and in uh it, are you eating here because I don't know if you heard the breaking news. Last night we had good news on the show. We had County Supervisor Jim Desmond here to talk about the court ruling where we had a judge who was actually applying the law. Uh, and, uh, what a concept. Yeah, what a concept. Uh, some strip clubs had filed a lawsuit. Because see, strip clubs were open and serving food while restaurants were shut down, while churches were shut down. So then Gavin Newsom decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and shut them strip clubs down, you know, once and for all. The strip cl- clubs filed a lawsuit. Uh, they won in court, and the judge actually extended it. He said, look, you people, because uh, the reason why Newsom shut them down, supposedly, wasn't because, you know... Uh, because of the ridiculousness of you could congregate, you know, in a strip club and not a church and the uh, the discrimination there. But he it was wanted a, to. Right, it would scare yeah. you. Um, but it had to do with food. Right. So the judge said, look, um, there's no data that says that anything related to restaurants has to do with the spread of the virus. So I'm not only going to rule in favor of the strip clubs here. I'm actually going to extend it to all food service and restaurants today. A, an appeals court uh, overturned the judge. 
And because, kind of saw it coming, Andrea. Well, I didn't see it in this way. Um, I knew that the state would file an appeal. Um, they probably judge shopped. Uh, well, it's the appeals court. You know, it's California. But what they what the appeals court said was that. The plaintiffs were not restaurants, so they find they found a technicality in which to 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 continue to impose tyranny on. on. Think about that for a moment. They, they didn't overturn this judge out of any. There's no data whatsoever that was behind any of this that had anything to do with restaurants. No data whatsoever. But the appeals court. It, uh, in fact, that was that was um, acknowledged and admitted by Gavin Newsom's head of Department of Health, Gailey, who said, we don't have any data. It's not really about it ha- really doesn't have anything to do with the spread of the virus. It has to do with wanting to send a signal to the to the public how scary this is. And we want people to stay at home. So they're destroying one particular industry strictly for the purpose of controlling the population, which, by the way, come next week, I will not be allowed to say that on Twitter. They have announced that they're going to ban. And anything that has to do with coronavirus and the vaccine that they consider disinformation. And one thing that they've specifically said is that you will not be allowed to say that ha- that anything has to do with controlling the population, which means they know that that's exactly what it's about. Because they if otherwise, if, why would they worry? Why would they worry about that being said? So the, the court that overturned this judge here today, it wasn't on the basis of anything to do with science. Because none of this is about science. It was on a technicality. It wasn't the plaintiff. So now we've got restaurants. How They're, they're done. They're done. Because it, I talked to somebody today who said, you know, I don't know the restaurants are going to open this weekend. Because how do they buy inventory? Because they don't. And Jim Desmond even said last night, well, at least they can be open this weekend. Well, how do you do that? You can't prepare for that. How do you do that? You're going to call up employees and bring them back. And they're going to go, okay, I'm going to give up my unemployment now to come back for what may be one or two days. And then I got to reapply for unemployment. How does the restaurant go about and, and, and buy a bunch of food that may end up being thrown away? This is ridiculous. This is flat out tyranny. And you know what? Hat tip to Ron Johnson in part today who refused to Senator Ron Johnson, who refused to sign off on the stimulus bill because it's crap. Good for him. Yeah. His reasoning was that this was here six months later. It still had all kinds of loopholes and all kind of crap that made it possible for people like Gavin Newsom to keep his restaurants open. And his little Plump Jack, his little businesses related to Plump Jack Winery all got $3 million, which amounted to something like $400,000 per employee or something like that, when anybody else with that number of employees would have gotten $100,000. I mean, just ridiculous. So he's like, look, we can't we can't go down this road again. We've got in the state of California, which I don't know if this was a part of the PPP, but we know that businesses like um, large national chains were getting PPP money. Uh, it was a mess. So Ron Johnson said no. And, you know, I'm with Jim Jordan. He said he tweeted out the the stimulus that we need is jobs. There is no data whatsoever that supports any of this crap, and it is absolute crap. And I don't want to see any Republican standing up there arguing and acting like they're heroes of the people when their argument is over, uh, you know, um, Josh Hawley and his buddy Bernie Sanders, the communist, arguing over how much of our own taxpayer dollars to dole out to us to stay at home. You don't how I'm I don't feel I'm not I'm not going to feel good about that. That's Republicans enabling shutdowns. That's, and I have talked about the only way to really fix the economy or you open the job market back up because that's because that's what follows with science. And number one, 
We don't shut down the economy to keep people from catching a virus at all, let alone one with a 99% recovery rate. Every bit of this is about control. And that means remove the jackboot of tyranny on every business and including the masks and six-foot distancing. Because I'm also tired of hearing Republicans say, look, let us reopen. We're willing to follow the rules. There is no rule at this point being imposed on any business that is constitutional. We One of the things that's completely exposed, and we're going to get into some election breaking news in a moment, but the Republican Party is so far left at this point that they're acting like they're heroes when they're arguing to keep people paid at home, to, to sit at home, uh, and, and to continue to have government in control over businesses. Andrea, just more evidence that the Republican Party has left all of us, and we're going to have to really look hard about whether we're going to continue down this path, path alongside them. Well, I, yeah, um, you know, if I were in Georgia, I know Ted Cruz and others are down there in Georgia this weekend. Um, you know, trying to bring, trying to drag the nags, the lame horses of Purdue and Leffler across the finish line. Um, if I were down there, I would carry my barf bag into the polling station with me. And while I was dry heaving, I would pull the lever for Leffler and Purdue. But let me tell you, Stacey Abrams is already bragging that she's got 7 million votes. Publicly, openly. Publicly, openly bragging. Every mechanism that's in place, uh, that was in place that was a part of the theft before is in place now. So what, do you, what do people expect? The same results going to, going to take place. Yeah. So I think the Republican Party, I think, I think, would. Part of me isn't sure how much the Republican Party would rather be the minority party um, so that they don't have to even go to they don't have to even pretend anymore, you know, that or, you know, that they're trying to fulfill the MAGA agenda. But it's probably more likely that they want to keep Senate control. But they don't want to do anything about the fraud taking place in Georgia because if they were, they would have that would be an admission, an acknowledgement that President Trump had the election stolen from him, and they want to get rid of Trump. So that's why we're seeing that. So we get again. So what they're continuing to do is beat up on the Georgia voters for turnout, which they need to do. In the meantime, there has not been one, and I clarified this on Tuberville. There has not been one senator who has said. That he will contest the electoral votes. Not one. Tuberville did not say he would. He said he was considering it. And that is an important distinction. What he did was very clever in his wordings. It was very good weasel speak because he was able to get a lot of pats on the back without actually committing to anything. He said, I might. I'm going to give it some serious consideration. Not good enough. Let me tell you, if there is any Republican in the House of Representatives, any Republican in the Senate who does not contest, and I I know it only takes one in the House and one in the Senate, it better be every Republican. And any Republican that doesn't contest it needs to be immediately primaried, pronto. Let me get into some um, election. Uh, did you want to have a comment while I was pulling up some election? In, in no, I just, I mean, go ahead and pull it up. I, I, but I 100% agree with you. It should be every single Republican. And that doesn't mean that you come out like they have been coming out saying, well, you know, well, look at the evidence. No, you either stand with the president or you do not. There Be- is no middle ground. Because it's standing with the preservation of the greatest country in the history of the world. And, and, and this is the tipping point. This is literally us on the cliff. Devin New- Ted Cruz, Jim Jordan, all these Republicans, they're not even up for re-election. You don't even have anything to risk, man. I could at least get it for if it was Leffler and Purdue who are concerned that they might lose a vote or two from it. So they're not going to be hardcore committal on it. But there's nobody else that should have anything to fear. What are you fearful of? A bad op-ed in the New York Times? This is outrageous. The, some Georgia poll workers, some whistleblowers, by the way, were fired in Georgia from their positions. 
Whistleblowers are supposed to be protected, right? Eric Chamarella was. Breaking news out of um, Arizona, by the way. Um, I haven't had a whole lot of time to talk about it because it really takes more time than I've got every day in the show. But there was a major cybersecurity hack. The same dude, Chris Krebs, who was head of cybersecurity for Department of Homeland Security, who said that this was the safest election in our lifetime, also was overseeing. He's the head of our cybersecurity. On his watch, we just had a major cybersecurity breach. And the word is that with the solar winds and this IT company out of Austin, Texas, and the word is, is they don't even know yet the extent of the danger and the, and the damage that was done to this country happened on his watch so i don't want to hear anything from from krebs about good good riddance and quite frankly he should if if uh he there should be a look uh, a review of whether or not he should face charges um but what i want to say about um arizona is that this is uh from um kyle becker formerly of fox news that the as as a as a part of this breach What he found interesting was that the hackers accessed the systems of a U.S. Internet provider and a county government in Arizona as part of their cyber espionage campaign. Pima County's network reportedly was hacked. Why are foreign hackers interested in Arizona counties? Could it be because this had to do with an election fraud? Could it be that that's why the the intelligence community has refused to turn over? They missed their deadline of turning in a report? By, by which was supposed to be in by yesterday reporting on foreign interference in our elections couldn't get their book report in on time and then tonight we find out that maricopa county board of supervisors has re- is refusing to comply with subpoenas to turn over the dominion machines for a forensic audit and they're filing a complaint in superior court we're going to take a break when we come back we've got more to talk about with uh, dominion machines we just got so much to talk about. Then uh, bottom half of the hour, we got Bob Walters with us. Later on, we've got our Here of the Week and our Stink of the Week. So much to chat about. And 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. So I don't know if you guys ever are on Twitter, but there's this dude um, at Kenakoa the Great. K-A-N-E-K-O-A, The Great, who's got an incredible thread on Dominion and what's and, 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 and across-the-country analysis. And here's some, some interesting... Some, I'll just read a couple of his tweets here, and I encourage you all to go over there and read it. There's videos, charts. It's amazing. He says, An unbiased by-county analysis of over 3,000 U.S. counties show Joe Biden received 5.6% more votes in counties using Dominion voting machines. Quote, if a network system of computers was used to fraudulently affect vote counts, the results would look exactly like this. This Dominion advantage was observed regardless of the county's majority political party affiliation, nor urban, suburban, or rural area demographics. Biden overperformed our estimates in Democratic strongholds by the same amount he overperformed Trump in Trump counties. In other words, does it make sense to you that every county didn't matter where it was, didn't matter the demographics, didn't matter if it was, you know, like a Beverly Hills versus a Compton, didn't matter if it was a hardcore, you know, uber red county. 
everywhere where these Dominion machines were, he overperformed Trump by exactly 5.6%. Quinky dink. Oh, wow. Just, 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 like, uh, just like the coincidence that all six, six counties all magically stopped voting at the same time and suddenly got in hundreds of thousands of, of ballots that all went for Joe Biden. Can't hear you, babe. Oh, I hit the wrong button. I got too much chicken curry in my teeth. Uh, just like the coincidence that they said that all tr- President Trump needed to do was win the woman vote, win the minority vote, and he was a shoe in and he got 10 million plus in the popular vote, and he still lost. Right. Well, and, and as well as the fact that um, I think when Barack Obama won, he I think there was there was one stat that had to do with like 800 counties. Um, and Joe Biden only won like 500 of those counties. Um, Trump won of these are the bellwether counties that you need to win. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trump of the bellwether of the, uh, 19 bellwether counties, Trump won 18. So there, there's from statistical possibilities to, uh, to affidavits, to eyewitness accounts, to the, we know for a fact that in Antrim County, Michigan, the votes flipped. So if they, if they votes flipped, in one little county in Antrim, Michigan, you don't believe that these... Oh, that was just an anomaly? This is crap. There's no excuse whatsoever for why the, the, in, in any of these states, all with Republican legislators, that they certified the electors. There's absolutely zero excuse why Mitch McConnell threw President Trump under the bus and declared, uh, de- declared Biden president-elect. Don't worry. John Roberts is smiling. Yeah, exactly. A um, little bit more on this intelligence community uh, report. This was part of a lot of people have been talking about this 2018 act uh, that uh, Trump signed that has to do with election foreign interference in an election thing. And yeah, so, what's that all about? I did read something about that. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of legalese in it and a whole lot of language I didn't understand. A lot of people are saying that, you know, that's going to give Trump the ace in the hole to call, you know, for martial law. Um, I don't. I don't know that I, I believe that, but there. But as part of that act, um, the intelligence community that that was where they came out with this CISA uh, group, and they were supposed to within forty days of an election give a report. And yesterday was supposed to be the deadline, according to sources. I first heard Jack Posobiec on um, from One American News saying his, he, you know, he's former intelligence community saying that what's going on and the reason why they haven't they haven't prepared the report is because the insiders uh, they're fighting because the John Brennan wing, uh, the Christopher Way Ray wing of the intelligence community don't want China mentioned. They wanted to strictly focus on Russia. And you got to remember Christopher Ray had said sometime over the summer that the biggest threat that the United States faced was, you know, white supremacists, which is, uh, you know, at, at, and this was during, you know, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa were running down businesses. Um, so they don't want to admit China uh, it has been interfering in our elections in the variety of ways that they did. Uh, Ratcliffe has said that it that is clear that China is the greatest threat that we face. Richard Grinnell has said that Ratcliffe uh, is uh, fighting to keep the intelligence community, the intelligence from being politicized. So that's exactly what's going on. They're trying to keep. And this was what so much of the Ukrainian whistleblower impeachment crap was about because they were getting close to Biden. Um, This is why the Republican Party didn't want, you know, wants Trump out. They don't want the Republican Party is is, and why the Republican Party didn't do anything to keep Swalwell off the Intelligence Committee because both parties are in on it. Both parties know that China owns us. They know they know that that China um, is involved in, in election interference in a variety of different ways. But 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 think about this. 
these same people are, are saying that we can't that they don't want to declare China as a threat that China interfered are the same people that pushed Russian collusion even after we had two years of investigations with a special prosecutor and what was found about Russia Rod Rosenstein came to the microphones on a Friday and said we've indicted 14 Russians for some Facebook accounts that's all they got on Russia. Yet they're still trying to put out a report saying that Russia is the greatest threat that we face and completely ignoring China. And oh, by the way, if there is a dispute, according to intelligence uh, uh, officials and experts, if there is a dispute in the intelligence community about uh, threats that we face, they're supposed to provide all the opinions, not just choose a side. And I got to remind you, flashback, flashback Friday. Remember, there was 17 intelligence communities all said that it was Russia that hacked Hillary Clinton's uh, email account. Not one intelligence community, not the FBI, nobody at the CIA, n- nobody as part of the DNI ever looked at her servers. Things that make you go, hmm. They never looked at her servers. Our intelligence community is completely compromised. That's what that whole phony impeachment crap was about. The intelligence community spying on Trump. They literally put Colonel Chow Thief in the White House to spy on him. And when he got close to what Biden was doing, Biden Inc., which includes deals with communist China, that's when they had to pull the trigger. That's when they had to to falsify a whistleblower complaint to try to launch coup attempt number three. Um, what else do I want to talk about before we go to break and bring, um, I think Radcliffe is a great guy, by the way, and I think he's going to, he's going to get the right report out. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to bring in Bob Walters. I do want to talk about this law that Andrew Cuomo signed, uh, uh, signed a bill and a law, basically, um, beginning hate speech legislation in the state of New York. And I'm going to say that till after we talk about Bob, because I won't have enough time um, before Bob comes on. So y'all don't go away. Bob Walters will be here. And if you want to call in a little bit later, 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Joining me now, as he always does, every Friday to educate y'all on what's happening in the non-education system, the dumb and down of America, is my buddy Bob Walters, author of the book, Facing Reality in American Education. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? Good well, to be here. Yeah, always good to talk to you, even no matter what's going on in the world. That's true. Yeah. So what is going on in the, at least in the education system? <laughs> well, I do have one point of good news. Uh, the enrollment in a lot of the public schools throughout the country is dropping dramatically. And it isn't it, it, it just that the kid, the families moved out of the city or something. The actual enrollment is dropping and the enrollment in private schools and, and homeschooling has increased dramatically. Uh, in Massachusetts, they lost 40,000 students this fall. Wow. In New York schools, they lost 30,000. And in Fairfax County, Virginia, 10,000. So it's it's a real trend. That was, they were saying, well, it's going to hurt our budget to help the kids get a good education. No, they've got a bloated budget, mm-hmm. and they weren't doing good education, and now these kids are going to get a good education wherever they end up going. 
Well, yeah, at least a better. At least they have a shot of a better education. It's got to be better than thirty uh, percent of kids in California not even hearing from anybody with his online crap. Or, or you know, I, I doubt that any. I don't know of any private school out there going around to five year olds like they are here in California and say, "Hey, Susie, you sure you don't want to be Stevie? You do know there's twenty nine gender choices for you, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. It is. All right. Now bring me the bad news, my friend. All right. Well, I've got some college crazies. There's always some of that going on. Oh, yeah. Stanford just appointed an anti-fascist organizer uh, to head the free speech council (laughs) running and deciding who speaks on the campus. (laughs) I thought that was, you know, smart. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, it just shows, it goes to show. I mean, it's like, uh, I mean, how dumb do they think we are? I mean, this and this is Stanford, right? This is supposed to be the the Ivy League of the West Coast, right? Right. Putting somebody in from Antifa in charge of free speech. If you got a kid in in Stanford right now, you really, really explain yourself to me why you're spending that kind of money to put a kid in that school. Because you know what? They'd be better off at Murray's House of Learning. Okay, absolutely. Well, then in Mississippi, this professor, Margaret Hegman who suggests the collective approach to parenting is preferable to the nuclear family approach, since that's how whites raise their children, which is obviously racist because that's what whites do. And yet, that's so stupid. All the studies show that black families are hurting mainly because the man in the house left and the kids are being raised with no father in the house, as a good example, or for discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's that, that tendency has grown dramatically in unison with the rise of crime in the black families. So, well, well that, and, and that was by design. That was yeah. a specific agenda, a specific um, playbook, if you uh, or a play in the playbook by the Democrats. You know, to and 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 not and not even just the black America either. But I remember Murphy Brown when they were. You know, yeah. it was about pushing the idea of you don't need a man, you don't need a husband. You know, you can do it all. And you know, the reality is, is a young woman has a ninety percent chance of ending up in poverty if she has a child outside of marriage. And the Democrats knew that, and 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 it's part of the of what's going on right now. We see that same thing playing out with these shutdowns, creating, uh, shutting down businesses, and creating people to put putting them in a state of poverty so that they will be dependent on the state. And then they'll, then they'll vote for the party. That's, you know, the party of handouts. And all it does is keep people creates uh, intergenerational poverty. And it, what's shocking to me is, well, I guess it's not. That's why you're here. I started to say is why anybody still thinks this is, you know, a good thing, but they're indoctrinating people in the schools. They are. Yeah. The nuclear family is under attack. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. And then there's another thing going on because you've, you, we all know about the snowflakes that a lot of the kids are anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, colleges now, most of them, are beginning to treat snowflakes as a disability so kids can get more time to take tests, quiet rooms for study, and other benefits depending on the college. At Cremona College here in California, it was 5% back in 2014 were registered as as snowflake disabled (laughs) and now it's 22 percent you know what let me tell you if you are a snowflake somebody that can't hear somebody else's opinion without falling apart you do have a serious uh issue um yeah you yeah you're 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 kind of handicapped and disabled in a way because basically your your emotional quotient your eq is that of a three-year-old right which is also um you know by design uh, but but it, it, you 
you're not helping anybody, the solution to that, the cure for that is to tell somebody to, to that we're not going to provide any special accommodation for you. Wise up, grow up, suck it up. Life is going to hit everybody hard and you got to shake it off and, and you're not going to get everything that you want. Instead, they want to keep people in the state because yeah. it keeps people dependent, right? The colleges are feeding the wrong animal, and it's just a shame. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not good. Okay, some other items going on. USC, where John Wayne went to college, wants to remove his exhibit on his life because uh, of his conservative comments and the fact that uh, he had stated one time in his life that black leaders weren't ready to lead uh, to lead the, uh, the country yet and that nobody under 35 should be allowed to vote. So they're removing his his memory and his historical documents. <laughs> did they ever did there was some talk a while back about removing his statue at the airport and renaming the yeah. airport. What happened with that? I have fuck Well, to... they were trying they were trying to do it, but it kind of fizzled. It hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. They were making the same effort to do it for the same reason. Yeah. Well, they probably got sidetracked what with, you know, tearing down, you know, Columbus statues and burning <laughs> down businesses and setting up chop. They kind of, you know, there's only so many Antifa terrorists to go around. Bob Walters tearing down statues. It's crazy. <laughs> In San Francisco, they're renaming Lincoln High School because he was not supportive enough of Black Lives Matter <laughs> doctor. <laughs> I mean, you got to be kidding me. It's like he and, wasn't doing enough for blacks. He, he freed them. Wow. Anyway, well, just, see, when you don't when 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 you've got these schools that are in dot, uh, re- removing history. What's the, what was the playbook? And this is what they did in Germany: wipe out yeah. all history, take take all the true history out, and then you cancel can re- then you, you cancel through cancel culture. Then you can rewrite history according to you know to kids because they don't know any better. They're not being taught the right thing. <laughs> well, some of the other schools among the forty four being renamed include Thomas Edison. I mean, what did he do wrong? Herbert Hoover and George Washington. Those schools are being renamed also. Well, these you terrible know, people. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Washington because he owned slaves. Um, you know, who was the other one? Thomas Edison. Well, he didn't own slaves, so it's, uh, it's got to be because he was. You know, he's he's white, and you know that's you know he and, and he's dead now, so he can't undo his whiteness and beg forgiveness. So they got to <laughs> take his name off. Who was the third one? Oh, Herbert Hoover. Herbert Hoover. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know that much about Herbert Hoover's, you know, um, time in office. He was the president just before the big depression in 1930. Yeah, but I don't, I, you know, I can't, I, I'm, I, I, I'm trying to think of some detail for why they would, they would hate him. I mean, you know, I don't know, besides being white. I mean, I, I that's got to be it. Okay. Well, like Edison, maybe he made too many white light bulbs, so, you know, <laughs> black ones. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. It's not rational. This is why no. we have to laugh, because it's not rational. And you would think at some point there would be some rationality that's brought to it. But this doesn't have anything to do with, with education. But this is how irrational it's gotten to, Bob. And I saved this for, oh, for your is. talk tonight. Listen to this. Um, from a New York Times article, here's an excerpt. To some black disability rights activist like Anita Cameron, Helen Keller is not radical at all. She's just another, despite her disabilities, privileged white person. Oh, God. Privileged white person. Yeah, mm-hmm. the woman was deaf, blind, and mute. And they that, but because her skin was white, they they want to cancel her uh, as part of cancel culture. That's how absolutely yeah. sick and deranged it is. 
so you now, talk about racism, that they're they're fostering the racism and the hatred in the country, in which they say they're opposing, but they're actually promoting it when you get down to it. Oh, absolutely, Jeez. absolutely. What else you got? Uh, Virginia decided they just passed a law. They're going to force Christian institutions and churches to adopt pro-LGBT beliefs and principles or be fined $100,000 a year. Where is this? In Virginia. State of Virginia just passed the law. How can they they control the curriculum? Well, I guess the same way they can shut down restaurants here. Uh, I mean, this is just tyranny, you know, to to tell somebody what their curriculum has to be in a private institution. Well, a Christian church has got to be LGBT or you're going to be fined $100,000. Where do they get this from? Jeez. And here's the thing. Years ago when when um, same-sex marriage was at play here in California, I had Heather Cronk on, who at the time was the head of Get Equal, which was an LBGT rights community. And I said, yours is not a movement for civil rights because it can't be a movement for civil rights when your goal is to remove the rights from another American citizen. Oh, no, we're not. We just we just want equal rights. I said, no, I said, here's what's going to happen, which is what's happened in every Western, you know, uh, country around the world. As soon as there's same sex marriage, the next step is some form of um, hate crimes legislation where uh, a pastor is forced to teach a certain thing or suffer some or or perform same sex marriages or suffer some some sort of punishment. And here we are. It's sad where this country's headed. Mm-hmm. Another thing I got is high school. A high school I barred a student photo from a yearbook because she was wrapped in the American flag, which I thought was crazy and ridiculous. But uh, <laughs> well, it's about it's about c- controlling speech, and that's a flat civil rights violation. It is. It's I, just. Uh, I bet if she wanted to be, I bet if she wanted to be um, wrapped, draped in a Black Lives Matter flag, it would be okay. We just had at Michigan when they were doing the electoral vote, they played these the um, the national anthem and the Black national anthem oh, in Michigan. Really? Yeah, in Michigan. <laughs> Did anybody sit down when they were doing the black one, or they all stood up? And saluted. I would have. I would have stood up in protest. I would have said, "I'm gonna put on my armband. I'm protesting this nonsense." Well, I mean, imagine, imagine. How was that any different than, than if 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 the state legislators, you know, put on white hoods? I agree. It's no There's different. No difference. No. Finally, you got Chuck Schumer, who endorsed Biden's plan to force public schools to allow males into female bathrooms and shower in gyms. And uh, for the those that are LGBT, transgender, would have access to sports, bathrooms, and locker rooms of the females in every school in the United States. Part of this gender identity uh, foolishness that's kind of going on too extreme. It's fine. It's fine to you know be respectful for those who are LGBT, but it's gone too far. It's just like where do you draw the line here? You put you provide restrooms for them for the for for their for the for the gender confused. Yeah. For the gender confused, here's your restroom over here. Uh, for 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 those following science who recognize that they were born as either male or female, we got the male restrooms and locker rooms here. We've got the female here. Then we've got what we need to have a symbol for confusion, or or you know what I mean, or for yeah. you know for liberalism insanity is what we need to have, and then they can go there. 
Problem solved. Yeah. But see, they don't want that. They don't want that because they want to. They, it's about oppression. And think about what they're doing to children. I, you know, I, I may speak loudly now or whatever. I've kind of always had a big mouth, but I've also always been very modest when it came to my body. I dressed modestly. I never went. I never undressed in front of other girlfriends of mine. I was just an incredibly physically modest person. And everybody yeah. should have the right to to um, develop their own sense of modesty. Modesty without having it being stripped of them, which is a form of sexual assault. It is, and they've had problems with the sexual assault going on in these integrated bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, My point is that even crazy. if it's not a physical assault, it is a form of assault emotional. when you don't have the it's emotional assault when you don't have the right yeah. to control who sees your body as a young woman or is it even as a guy this is this is a, a sexual assault on children being perpetrated by the state and yet i'm supposed to believe that 80 million people voted for this kind of crap in this country no <laughs> it is pathetic mm-hmm. all right well anything else bob the only other thing is uh they uh, uh they've gone to uh, make an effort to get uh let's see here making an effort to get while you're looking that up, I don't know if you heard there was breaking news today because you also run a successful business at the same time. Charlie Kirk and Ned Ryan oh, yeah. were named, Trump officially named them today to be a part of his 1776 project, which is, oh, to, cool. yeah, which is to counter the 1619 America's yeah. a bunch of racist, you know, jerks, um, you know, program. Ultimately... We really need to get rid of the Department of Education to get rid of these school unions. But at least if we have a counter to that, of course, you know, if Trump doesn't, you know, get inaugurated on January 20th, it's not going to happen. But anyway, Mm -hmm. did you find your notes before we have to wrap up? Yeah. Biden uh, wants student loans cut from by $10,000 where kids make less in their family than $125,000 per year. Uh, This is amazing when you think about it, because the average American family makes $45,000. And Schumer wants it to be a full $50,000 forgiveness. That means the wealthy people are going to be subsidized by middle-class taxpayers to have their student loans washed away, which makes no sense at all. None of it I makes sense. I went to college, and I worked, for 20, I, worked, I worked 40 hours a week, and I put myself through school with this few little scholarships, and that was it. Well, I worked life. five nights a week carried 21 hours and still had some student loans it took me 11 years to pay off don't yeah. you know what don't, you know i i'm not i'm not responsible for paying for your basket weaving women's studies gender crap degrees or whatever degree you want any more than i'm responsible to pay your car loan don't sign your name to a loan and quite frankly with you know the the what where we're at with these democrats and and what they're pushing in these schools i mean the the last thing that i should any taxpayer should be expected to pay for is to subsidize uh, the uh, the communist indoctrination that's going on in our universities, as well as the fact that why is tuition so high? Because we've got people like yeah. yeah, we've got people like Focahontas being paid four hundred thousand dollars to teach one crappy class. Uh-huh. So it's the, crazy. the yeah, so the issue and and this is mostly state you know run schools. I don't and even a lot of private schools are getting federal funding. So you know remove the funding. If, you know these schools need to figure it out. And, and you know what? If your kid can't go to can't afford to go to college, well you know what? Um, you know go, you know that's life. You know I wish I had been born of Rockefeller too. You know anyway. All right, Bob. Thank you for being here. You're always. welcome. Have a great Have a weekend. Nice weekend. You, you too, too. hun. Bye-bye. All right. Bye now. Um, 
All right. So stay tuned. When we come back, we've got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Uh, potato skins, he had it. He was aggravated today with his dentist. I was excited to go to the dentist today because I know that that was part of boosting my immune system. In fact, I lectured a friend of mine on the way there. I don't just lecture people to take balance in nature to boost your immune system, which you should do. Do, but you should also go to the dentist as well and eat right and exercise. Um, go to balanceinature.com. Use discount code HEALTH. Free shipping right now, 35% off. I get 10 servings a day of 31 fruits and veggies. And I sleep better than I ever have. I feel better. I haven't had a sinus infection in years. And even my dentist said that I have fewer teeth problems because I don't have as many sinus infections. As I had. Nice. Yeah, we'll share quickly my dentist story when we get back. Oh, okay. Oh, I teed it up. I, 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 <laughs> I fired him up on the dentist again. Stay tuned. More AK show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. On the answer, San Diego. All right, DJ Chicken Curry, tell us your tell us your dentist rant. DJ Chicken Curry here with this public service announcement. So I got my dentist appointment coming up tomorrow, and I normally like, and I still am going to my dentist. I've been going to the same one for over twenty years. Great people down there in uh, near the Balboa Park area, and they first sent me a text message, which made sense. Hey, just keeping our customers safe. Uh, don't come into the office. When you get here, send a text. Let us know that you're here, and we'll tell you when to come up. Well, that's fine. Text back. No problem. Uh, moments later, I get another text message. Hey, we got this form. Need you to fill it out. So I click on the link. Pops up. And name, phone number, email. They have all that. Filled it out. And then the COVID questions pop up. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you, have you been around anybody that has had coronavirus? Do, have you, do you have a cough? Do you, have you experienced any of these symptoms? Do you have any pre-existing conditions? And, of course, I do have an autoimmune disease. Uh, d- developed it earlier, about a year, year and a half ago. And it really just bothered me because even though they do ask periodically about health updates, uh, I was like, th- th- this is information I really don't think I want to share because I don't want you sharing it with anybody else. It kind of got under my skin a little bit, especially since I'm not a new patient. Um, okay, I can kind of see their side of it. If they were asking about it from a dental standpoint, because that is, by the way, uh, it, it's serious. Uh, your gum health does have to do with your immune system because bad gums is the gateway of heart disease and all and liver Correct. issues and all kinds of stuff. But um, nowadays, you can hardly go anywhere without them asking all these kinds of questions. And the intrusion into our personal life and into our health backgrounds is going to start coming from everybody. And my blanket answer, and I had somebody ask, ask me those questions somewhere, just like the something as innocuous a place like a bank. And I just said no. And I thought to myself, like, I'm going to tell you, yeah, oh, have you traveled outside the country in the last 14 days? You know, um, I, you know, no. And you know what? If I had, I wouldn't have said yes. So all right. I only, I only answered yes to the one because it was right. my dentist. Hero of the week and stink of the week. You're going to love this one, Andrea. Stink of the week, the Republican Party. Man up. Hero of the week, Republican Party. I dare you if you're listening or if you, you could pass this along to a Republican that's in office. Stand up with President Trump and make the right call. All right. My hero of the week is... I don't have one. My stink of the week is SCOTUS. Well said. Have a good weekend, everybody. Love you all.